everybody, you have found it. You have found another brand new episode of The Loftus Party, where I am mixing it up. We're changing it up. I'm changing up my Sunday routine. I'm changing up my uh, pre-recording routine. I'm, I'm, I've got a, a new focus. I got a new mission in life. I feel renewed. I feel invigorated. You know what I've been through there, Gypsy? I've been through uh, a baptism of truth. A, ba- a baptism? Oh yeah, I know it sounds serious. It doesn't sound funny at all. Uh, that's the thing. You got to you got to find the humor in these situations. So I hope you're in a good mood. Oh, I'm I in hope a great mood. That's fantastic. That's what I like to hear. Did you get a new uh, wagon wheel for your gypsy wagon, or did you just change? Uh, <laughs> why are you in a good mood? Um, because dinner is all preset, and I don't have to cook for the rest of the day. Okay, let's dive into that. Let's dive into that a little bit before we, we before we make the ugly, ugly turn into modern politics. Okay. What's for dinner? What's for dinner? Uh, cheesy bacon, potatoes, and uh, poor man's burnt ends. I love it. That sounds delightful. Here's what I did last night. Okay, I'm I'm uh, I'm on the Pinterest a lot. Uh, that's okay. my latest. That's my latest addiction. It has okay. everything. It's wonderful. And I punk a stand-up out of it, which I cannot wait to try. So I, I made a chicken in the oven. I did oven-fried chicken last night. This nice. is like the third little. This is like the third little recipe I've tried from Pinterest. And if you're and if you're with this company, if if you if you have a cookbook that you're working on, if you write recipes, here's my stand-up bit. Stop with the preamble. Stop with the preamble to the recipes. You you advertise this thing. It's the world's easiest, best oven fried chicken. Okay, that's what I want to know about. These these people, they write these giant 42-page preambles. It's that time of year again when you want to make chicken. You've got a busy schedule. It's probably the holiday time. You just want to sit back and relax. Yes, I do. What's the recipe for the freaking chicken? Exactly. Because in Christmas time, you're so busy. The shopping for the kids, the shopping. What are you going to get, Grandma and Grandpa? Hey, bitch, stop lying to me. I don't care about your life. I don't care about your busy schedule. I got a busy schedule, too. What's the freaking recipe? Well, my husband tried this chicken when I made it the first time, and I might have made a few mistakes, so I've adjusted the recipe. What's the recipe, lady? It's... it. <laughs> It was hilarious. It makes me laugh. I'm gonna work on it, but I'm good when I'm when when I'm bitching about stuff like this. So that's oh, yeah. gonna be injected into the act. Food okay. blogs are the worst. The Food worst. blogs are. They are. They are. And the and, these, and the worst ones are the instant pot food blogs because they tell you how they converted the recipe from a slow cooker to a pressure cooker. I don't care. Dig it. <laughs> Dig it! Scroll, do these people scroll, not scroll, have scroll? <laughs> right, yes. right. Mm-hmm. And then, and then uh, on Pinterest, it's like, hey, do you want to print this recipe? And you press print, and then nothing happens. What? <laughs> nothing happens. Yes, it's the most annoying thing in the world. Wow. So then I have to, then I have to do a screen grab of it, and then I print the picture of that. And it's too small. But anyway, hey, uh, the good news is. I am I'm making chicken in the oven and it is delicious. These recipes are good, but cut to the chase. Just like you, dear listener. You 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 didn't tune in to the Loftus party to to hear me bitch and moan about Pinterest recipes. You showed up for politics, you showed up for uh pop culture, and we are loaded. We, we are loaded for bear. 
So, I'm trying to pick a place to start here. And here's this is the this is a big picture. This is a a, a big picture thing. I haven't decided what I'm going to do yet. I'm still a few I'm still a few weeks away uh, from from deciding what my course of action is going to be on some very real, very concrete developments for the Loftus Party for the Loftus Party as a. And I, I don't don't get worried. Uh, the, the website is is going gangbusters. I'm I'm more devoted to the website than ever. That is the future. That's where it's at. Uh, the website, the YouTube videos, uh, the articles. I, I wrote a great thing about Chris Stapleton. We'll talk about that later. However, uh, media bias. I don't know how I want to handle this yet, but I, I just want you guys to know that there are some very, very real developments, and I will, I will be letting you in on uh, the decisions that I make in the next two weeks. In the next two weeks. Oh, we're not going to unwrap uh, it at Christmas? Is that, well, maybe maybe right before Christmas. Maybe yeah. right before Christmas I will have made a decision. Uh, I, and it's killing me that I can't tell you guys about it, but I can't. I will say this. I will say this in, in very, 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 very good news. And I'm kind of speaking out of school, but I'm not speaking out of school. The uh, to, to everyone on Facebook and on uh, Twitter who's asking about the deplorable tour, I want to make sure I use the right name. There's We've had a little bit of, not infighting, but disagreement. Is it the deplorable show? Deplorable tour, deplorable comedy tour. Uh, I believe the website is deplorable show. That thing is going great. That thing is going great. Houston and Dallas were huge successes, and we have reached a decision, myself and the other uh, two producers of the show, and we will be making announcements very soon on that. But it's going to be theaters, uh, and it's going to be 25 cities we're going to announce those cities very soon. We want to coincide everything. Because, you know, you, you want to get as much bang for your buck. You want to get as much press as you can. The, the MSNBC interview I did about the nature of political comedy in America, I think we want to coincide with that show and kind of dovetail with that. However, announcements will be made in the next upcoming weeks. We have a plan for the tour that takes us all the way through 2020 that will we'll go into small theaters, and then we will grad. We will build and build and build, uh, and it will be awesome. And boy, howdy, you have to go out to the show. You have to go out to the show. One because it's really funny, uh, and it's a it's going to be a great show, and it's just going to get better and better and better. The other reason you have to is because you have to stand up for something. One of the things that I'll be talking about in the next couple weeks is. The nature of the problem. If you listen to the show, if you go to the website, you know that we don't like we we spend some time talking about the problem, but we also want to talk about solutions. And the solution to everything that ails this country is for people on the right to stand up for something and to you, you got to draw a line. And I know this this sounds a lot like because because you and I, Gypsy, are are very much. Uh, on the same page when it comes to boycotts, mm-hmm. as to we don't care for them. Correct. The only the only one I'm totally, and it's probably better for my overall health. I will never buy Ben and Jerry's again. But that's the only one that. 
right. I participated in. Right. But here's the deal. Like we talked about that on the show a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. But but we're not we're not like out on social media, you know, saying, "Come on, patriots, boycott." You know, like we're not leading that charge. We're no, not being very No, no, no. We're not being Personal very vocal decision. about it. Personal decision on my part. And okay. plenty plenty of market oppor- alternatives, right? Like there's not great market alternatives to Netflix because Netflix has some shows I really like, so I'm not boycotting it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? There's lots I'm, of ice cream I'm gonna I can start, eat. <laughs> I'm going to start leading the charge. I'm going to start leading the charge on this in the next couple of weeks. It, not in terms of boycotts, but like, listen, so if you don't want to boycott something, right? Like, we, we, we don't want to be like, I don't, I hate, I don't want to be negative. I don't want to be negative. I have to believe that we can uh, solve these problems and and do things in in a positive manner. So I don't want to do boycotts. I really don't. So in lieu of that, I would ask that everyone really support uh, the deplorable comedy tour. Really support the Loftus party. And I'm talking about sharing on Facebook, telling your friends. I know I I, I do this a lot. However, guys, the problem is much worse than you think. Yep. I am I'm I'm dialed in now. I am I am dialed in. There's not many more levels above. There's been a lot of stuff at play. Uh, Gypsy and I have been very cool about keeping it under the radar mm-hmm. cuz I don't like I don't like to talk about things until they happen. Right? So when I talk about this and I will and I will and it'll be it'll be a big it'll be a game changer for me. There will be no going back. There will be no going back. Uh, after these events, so you gotta stand up. You you have to. I think people. It's it's wonderful. Uh, this is good. I like this because it's it's like the nature of the nature of the right and the nature of the left. Well, Hollywood it, Hollywood is terrified of the left. They're terrified. They have created a monster that they cannot control, and mm-hmm. it's like it's it's like an octopus, and you never know. Who, which tentacle is going to grab the next person? You know, someone because you got like the Michael Avenatti's of the world. He's talking, <laughs> he's ta- yeah, he's talking on smack, and then the tentacle grabs him. And so uh, the people on the right, I think, because y- y- we we work hard, we enjoy our personal freedoms. We we're 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 doing you know our own things on the weekend. We're going camping. We're going to nightclubs. We're 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 busy. We're doing our own things. So you kind of tell yourself and you fool yourself into thinking that like, well, the market will take care of itself, right? Capitalism will take care of itself. If there is a hole in the marketplace, someone will come in and fill that. Nope. And, uh, and, and 99% of the time, I'd probably agree with you. However, this is that 1%. This is that 1%. Uh, where the marketplace does not want competition. They do not want it. They are actively, actively trying to quell it and prevent it, Mm -hmm. which is, to me, the biggest danger, like, literally. This is is worse than uh, Russia meddling in in the investigation. This, This affects our democracy. And until the big media companies respect the the right which they they do not they do not they do not they are counting on they are relying on 
everyone on the right going, oh, well, well, that's capitalism, you know? There is a very, very good reason that, that Greg Gutfeld is all by himself. There's a very, very good reason why the left is not being mocked. And, and, I, and I don't want to say more about that, because uh, I want to hold off that, because... I'm I'm really considering some some big 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 things. Can I can I'll, I just say yes. one thing? Yes, please. So that big political survey we talked about a couple weeks ago that broke everybody out and said you have your dyed in the wool conservatives and you have your dyed in the wool progressives. That little group that's really vocal and really organized and really really active and actively trying to suppress different ideas makes up 8% of the population. So what's going on here is that 8% of the population is deciding what the rest of us get to look at, what the rest of us get to see, and what the rest of us get to hear. And I have a huge problem with that. As do I. As do I. That is, and that's, that's like, it's like Wizard of Oz stuff. Like the, mm-hmm. there, there's 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 people behind the curtain. There's people behind the curtain, and and here's the other thing. And I, I don't want to be all like Rush Limbaugh gloom and doom about this. Their plan is working. Now, it's, when I say their plan, I'm not in no way, shape, or form suggesting there's you know eight people who sit around a table you know chanting backwards Latin. I'm saying that you have like-minded individuals who lean very far to the left and they're they're very liberal, they're very progressive and they have shared views so when they make decisions it just kind of works out that the right suffers. I'm I'm actually of the opinion and mo- and most people don't even know they're because Hollywood is a business, right? Suffering. Right. Hollywood is a business that wants to make money, so Bernie Sanders has actually put a bill on the table that limits the CEO's pay to 150 times what their lowest paid worker makes. You know, if the business hold on, hold on, hold on, hmm? they don't care about they don't care about making money. They don't. You're telling me the studio studio heads don't care about making money. It is not their 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 foremost concern. Yes, they want to make money, but like the the Bernie Sanders thing is like potatoes. They, I know I, I have to I have to I have to be very careful about this. I'm they just want to change they're... society. They want to change society. They honestly believe they have better ideas, and they actively want to change our society and the way we live. Because what's and it's going on working. in California is so great. They've changed there's always California. An excuse. There, right, and there's, there's always an excuse. There's always an excuse. However, that's small potatoes. That's small potatoes. Look at, and this is what I want to get to, like the bigger picture of it all. Uh, there's a douchebag by the name of Tom Nichols. Uh, who's very? <laughs> I can't stand this guy. Oh, I can't, he can't I, I cannot stand, stand me him. either. So he he is. Uh, this guy goes on, and it's and it's perfectly encapsulated. He he perfectly he is the he, he and Bill Crystal are the gay love child uh, that 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 are part of the problem. So he had this tweet 
like, uh, hey, good job, Republicans. You lost Orange County. You lost Reagan country. Way to go. I'm paraphrasing, but that's pretty much what he said. <laughs> and I, I just lost, I, I just lashed out, and, and, and I'm just like, you, you're, it says on your Twitter bio, ex-GOP. He actively encouraged people to vote Democrat. He yes, actively he encouraged them. So you're, you're not allowed to go, good job, good job. However, the big problem is we did lose Reagan country. Mm-hmm. Texas was way too close. Arizona. Well, Arizona is race. gone. Here's, here's what happens. And this, this goes to what you're saying about California. These policies get implemented. Life for uh, a majority of these people becomes unbearable mm-hmm. in these states that are uh, under these policies. So then they move. They move. And then these states that they move to they still vote for these same policies, thinking this time it, it is so ridiculous. And it goes right to, like, why do they, why do they keep talking about socialism? Why do they keep, like, like into the Bernie Sanders of it all, a couple years ago, he's like, Venezuela, this is how you do it. You give the oil money to the people, way to go, Venezuela, and it's a failure. It fails every single time. But then they go, oh, no, 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 that was this, that was this. Next time we'll get it right. So... These progressive ideas, these liberal ideas are spreading, spreading, spreading. And, and you can't really – it goes to you know the kids, what they watch on TV, the Teletubbies, the Care Bears, all that stuff. It is – and I don't want to go full Alex Jones here, but you are indoctrinated, for lack of a better term, into this sharing is caring and this is good. We can only do it as a team. And then it's it's backed up in in elementary school, and then it's backed up in middle school, and then it's backed up in college, and and we have a, a huge it's it's a numbers game, it's a numbers game, and even if they're wrong, even if the, they don't know they're wrong, they they feel completely uh, correct, and and then the right is constantly demonized, and there's no. Uh, there's no battlefield. There's no fair battlefield yet. But that's well, one of the things that I'm going to talk about in two weeks. That's actually, why oh, I want people I, that it's it's so important. And I and I don't say this flippantly, but like I, I I tweeted it out the other day, and I'm like, hey, if you know somebody who'd be into the Loftus Party, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, uh, you know, please tell someone else about it. It, it was it was ridiculous. Like, I'm literally, because, like, you, you think, oh, maybe people don't know what to do, right? So I'll, I'll try to encourage them and have, like, a, a, a call to action. Uh, I, got, I got, like, two retweets. It's, it's, it's not good. It's not good. So then maybe uh, you can look at yourself and go, well, then maybe I just need to be funnier. Maybe I just need to be funnier. I need to do this. And I'll make all those changes. I will make all those changes. Maybe you need to be more... Uh, antagonistic. Okay, all right. I'll, I'll become more of a, a provocateur, and I'll and I I just don't want to do that clickbait crap. I find it so boring. I find it so bo- Sally Cohn. That, that she agrees. That's one of the things that we agreed on wholeheartedly. Like the clickbait aspect of it all is just unappealing. But hey, she yeah, knows I know, where. But she's like the biggest Twitter troll ever. 
But she does it, and she's doing it. She's playing a game. Oh, I know. Because then you get, that, that's how you get the Twitter followers. And then when you get the Twitter followers, that's how you get the book deal. And then when you get the book deal, that's how you get the money. And then when you have the, you know, it's so it's all just, and like politics shouldn't be a game. It shouldn't be a game. This is like the most important thing. And I was, I was thinking about that uh, the other night as well. But it literally is the most important thing. You guys, there's no guarantee and I'm 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 saying this to you, and I'm sure you agree with me. So I, I I hate the like the preaching to the choir aspect of it. There's no guarantee that our society will work. I think it was Reagan who said it's like, hey, every generation has to make that decision. Mm-hmm. Every generation has to make that decision. And my concern is people are not making an informed decision. They are yeah, they, they think they're it. making a decision. Exactly. Exactly. So, to try to be, because the thing that you and I always talked about with uh, the Loftus Party and, and the website and the whole, you know, the, all of it, is we want to be magnets. We want to be magnets and be like, hey, we're, we're literally having more fun. And that's why I wrote that article a, a couple weeks ago. But like, the, the right, we're, hey, you guys, we have, we have more sex and we're having better sex. We have the people, we have, we have like, Completely, we have better lives. We're not attacking each other left and right. We're, but we've got to support things. We got to support these endeavors. We got to support entities like this. We got we 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 just have to, or it's it's all just gonna go. It's all just gonna go uh, down the crapper. Well, interesting note because you mentioned Texas. <laughs> yeah, which has me deeply concerned. Well, deeply concerned. at first, the, the governor still won by over 10 points, Greg Abbott, so it's not necessarily a Republic, Republican Texas is t- turning blue thing. Ted Cruz had some other problems all on his own, right? He didn't recover very well from having been and also ran in the presidential primary for a number of reasons. But what they found when they actually did the election analysis, and this will terrify you even more, sorry. um, Go for it. Native Texans who were born and raised there voted for Beto O'Rourke at higher rates than transplants from Texas and Arizona. Well, And California, or transplants from California and Arizona, excuse me. It's it's So the people that are moving are actually voting right. Like, they learned their lesson, which is totally, that was totally the opposite of what I would think happened. Well, there is, there is a, uh, there is a thing where that, that data may show that, that data may show that. Mm -hmm. However, and I'm trying to find the tweets right now, I I bookmarked them, uh, where there's people, there was like five of them and they were, they were awesome where these people had just said, listen, I'm in, uh, I'm in South Dakota and it's awesome here. And it is, uh, the, it's very inexpensive. They're practically giving houses away, Mm -hmm. but, but we need like, uh, 12,000 people to move here so we can flip this state. So please, if you're thinking about, if you're a Democrat and you're thinking about a place to move, please move here. And it was like for five different states, like they're actively like, hey, we're close. If we just get a handful more uh, people to move here, we could flip this state. Like well, they that, literally, they know what they're doing. That goes to, I don't remember who the commentator was, but somebody asked, how do we get California back? And so 
the the commentator says, well, we're going to empty out California. Like half the state already wants to move. So we're going to empty out California. It's going to be multi-generational. Don't get me wrong. California is going to empty. They're all going to go to like Texas and other red states that they're going to ruin those states. And so all the conservatives will leave and like go to Montana. And then once California is empty enough, they'll all move back. Well, that's a that's a wonderful notion. I'm that's a wonderful like, notion. Oh, dear God. However, where are the new conservatives coming from? I that's think, that's what I, I think come down Gen to. Z it's like it's going to surprise not, you. I millennials hope so. are awful. Please don't get me wrong. You know what I think would actually fix the millennials? A global crisis of a magnitude they have never seen. So if you think about us, we're Reagan kids. We had the Cold War. The wall didn't come down until we were in high school. We had an existential threat for our entire young lives. <laughs> These kids have never well, had that. Have didn't they didn't they witness nine eleven? Eh, kind of. Eh, I mean that was that was a big wake up call for a lot of people. There was a lot of guys in in Hollywood I mean, I was, who said that was, was that was it for them. I was in my early twenties. So, or mid twenties. So, a lot of kids in the millennial generation were teens and younger. Well, I don't, I, I don't want to wait around uh, for for another nine eleven or or no, another cold or or I don't, I don't want to get nuked into to waking people up. Percent of millennials are suffering symptoms of PTSD because somebody they don't like was elected president. Yeah. That's insane. Who is in the White House should not matter that much to your daily life. Right, right. So that's that's part of the insanity. Uh, My my question is, how how do we make more conservatives? How do we make more Republicans? Because, listen, they they have a system set up. They have a system set up. Where it's Nickelodeon, it's, it's Sesame Street, then it's uh, kindergarten, then it's public schools, public schools, and then it's uh, a higher education. Where if, if you're a professor now, there's this new thing. Uh, Jordan Peterson was tweeting about it, and I think the ACLU is backing this up. Uh, where you have to sign if if you want to apply for if you want to get tenure at a university, you have to sign some kind of inclusion, diversity, blah yeah, blah blah statement. UCLA. I believe it was UCLA. It's something in the Cal system. It's, but that's like, okay. So, so the, it, it keeps, your dog agrees with me. So, so <laughs> they, sorry. they, they keep going, they keep going, they keep going. And how do you make more conservatives? And I think actions speak louder than words. And that's why I'm, I'm literally, I'm doing like a, a, a call to action on this thing. Go to, go to the participate. If you, you guys, if you want to blog, you can blog whenever, whenever like you want. We have a system in place. You sign up, you start leaving comments, you talk to the gyp. We'll get you on there. But we we, we need some kind of uh, toehold. And I know that there's other. Eh, I, don't, I don't know if, how many other like entertainment, political, pop culture sites there are. And maybe we're doing something wrong. Uh, what we got some going on? 
uh, yes, we're back now. You said maybe we're doing something wrong. Maybe we're doing something wrong. Maybe we need to, maybe you want to talk about hunting and fishing more. Maybe you want to talk about, I don't know. But let's 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 figure it out. It's it literally is, and I, I've I've always said this, and I'll continue to say this. It's a it's a giant artistic endeavor where we're just going to kind of figure it out as we go. Uh, so it, it doesn't work though unless unless you participate. So that's the big concern uh, is, uh, and I'll and I'll say more in the next two weeks about just def- defining the problem. I want to actual I want to go on to stuff that's. Uh, that that's the ridiculousness uh, of the news, and I'm trying to figure out uh, where I want to start. The California fires, I guess we can talk about those. I just want to. Uh, Trump plays so nice. He plays so nice. He's in California, and he's being so nice to Jerry Brown, and he's being so nice to the new uh, the, the new governor. It's like it, it's unbelievable. Like people say, he's a mean guy. And, He's being so nice. So I'll give you these little facts. These are some little factoids that you can use for your next holiday uh, uh, office party. April 7th, uh, 2017, uh, the the governor of California uh, declared the drought was over. So he cut $115 million out of the drought response budget, including $97 million dollars was cut for emergency forestry and fire protection response. So that's $97 million that they cut out of the budget in 2017. Then the forest budget for dead tree removal and emergency water tank program was cut from $52 million to $8 million. So that, those, those are huge cuts in the budget. And, and when you have to remove dead trees from the forest and you cannot afford to do it, you're you're throwing straw onto a fire, so please shut the hell up with your talks about uh, climate change and all this other stuff. When when the governor of California cuts the budget that drastically, and everybody warns him, this is going to happen, this is going to happen, and then it happens. Don't listen. Don't even start to blame uh, uh, climate change. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Well, um. You know, really, California should be making some money off of removing dead trees and putting the timber out, but they won't. Um, And that's not just a problem on the state lands. It's also a problem on federal lands. The environmentalists in California won a lot of those battles, too. Um, So there's a lot of work to be done to prevent this from happening in the future. And... To call out that fact is not incorrect. It's actually dealing with the base issue. So I know Trump yes. took a lot of heat for tweeting that. Timing was bad. I'll give everybody that. But um, Moonbeam and Newsom can't be blaming climate change and everyone else for policies that have been in California since the 70s is yeah. when it started. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's god awful. It's god awful, and the state of California is like a trillion dollars in debt. Mm-hmm. So uh, I just love how they could. I love how they continually blame everything on Trump and oh, we need to be we need to be a sanctuary city. We need to help out these wonderful people. Uh, you're a trillion dollars in debt. Your citizens are all on fire. People are pooping on the street. 
You got and, typhus breaking out. It's going to get even bigger yeah. when it moves from fleas to lice. And you have all these homeless kids in the school because we have to educate them. Um, you have an entire influx of people you can give sanctuary to coming over the fence in San Diego. Um, yeah. I don't yeah. know why everybody looks at, you know, <laughs> that's what. We need to reelect Nancy Pelosi just for this reason, um, or they do for Speaker of the House, um, because she says the politics are Calif- of California are the politics of the Democrat Party. Seriously, if the GOP can't look at some of the fundamental structural problems in California and convince everybody why we don't want them, then they should just die as a party. Which is which is why I really don't see like you see a lot of these Sunday shows and and you know opinion shows on Fox and MSN they're giving so much like does Nancy Pelosi have the votes is she the new speaker will she get it won't she like I, it doesn't matter like I here's the thing that I, I don't even care about if she does get it fantastic fantastic put her in the spotlight but if she doesn't who cares. Oh, like, well, what, the, the, Dem- the, the Democratic Party has the Democratic Party has nothing to offer. Nothing. They are from top to bottom losers. The only the only scary thing about it is that you've got the ultimate idiot in that uh, Octavio Ortez chick. Just oh the, my god! She, oh my god! They talk about they talk about how Sarah Palin. They love painting uh, Sarah Palin with the dumb brush. So I have no problem going full tilt dumb brush. On uh, Shea Guevara. She Guevara. Yeah. Can I yeah. just go, do a brief review of her first week in DC? Yes. It, we'll just, it, it's lightning beautiful. round. Lightning round of stupidity. So she shows up. She joins a protest in Nancy Pelosi's office, right? Then she yes. complains about being misdirected to events because I guess she expects everybody in the world to know who she is. Um, and, and she's such a stupid, stupid, small-minded, weak, weak excuse of a woman. Oh, yeah. I, when she tweeted that, it, it, it drove me crazy. A strong woman, a strong, powerful woman. The first time she asked the question, hey, where's the blah, blah, blah meeting? And they're like, oh, are you a wife of a senator? A strong woman would say, uh, no, I was just elected. Where do I go? But no, little mealy mouth uh, socialist girl goes, oh. They thought I was a wife. I'm not even going to talk to them. I'm going to ask somebody else. She's a well, turd. No. We had a very young GOP rep come out of New York State to the House of Representatives. Elaine, Elaine, I can't, begins with an S. I can't remember her name right now, and that's terrible. She experienced all the same uh, stuff and made a joke out of it. Like, isn't yeah, this funny? Yeah, and listen, like, she, it's this like girl, if you're at Target different. and you're wearing a red shirt and somebody goes, hey, where's the wrenches? You go, oh, dude, I don't work here. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just like you, right? That's what you do. You, you, just, you just nip it in the bud. What you don't do is go, oh, I can't believe that person thought I worked at Target. What a person thought I worked at Target. That's crazy. Thought I worked here. Oh, my gosh. Why would they, why would they just assume I work here? And then somebody else is like, hey, where are the kids' bikes? Oh, my God. I don't work at Target. <laughs> You're ineffective. You're ineffective. So then she screams at a senior house member in in a closed door. (laughs) 
um, meeting about climate change. And then she announces on Friday that she is going to be working for Democracy Now!, looking for candidates to primary incumbent Democrats so she can get more people like her into Congress. She got she was elected. Actually, there is a, That's there is the terrifying a, thing. That's the terrifying thing that they voted amazing, for her. There's an amazing th- thread, and it's on my timeline. If you're on Twitter, it, I retweeted it yesterday. It's from a guy named Philly Rich who decided to, deci- to find out where Che Guevara came from. She came from a group, I believe it's called Democracy Now!, that went around... And it was a group of Bernie Sanders supporters that went around looking for people that would support Bernie Sanders type policies to run for office. She was one of them. Um, And one of the primary people behind this is Sank from the Young Turks. Oh, He's like one of the head honchos in all this. So now these people, what they don't understand is when you look at the map and you look at the races that the Democrats won in the suburban areas – those are moderate Democrats. They are well to Nancy Pelosi's right. They're veterans. They're doctors. They're not these bleeding heart progressives like Alexandria Ocasio Ortez. Cortez. Excuse me. If you start running people like her outside Atlanta, the Republicans get everything back. <coughs> I don't know. I, do. I don't know if they do. I she do. got elected. She got elected. She got elected. It's. It's terrifying. Well, that's how that's how it works. That's how it works. Look at the national election. That's why that's why the electoral college, and that's why they want to get rid of the electoral college. You have San Francisco, Los Angeles, Chicago, New York. You have these big metropolitan areas that enjoy all. Well, I'm using enjoy sarcastically in air quotes, but they enjoy all these uh, federal and state programs. They enjoy all these giveaways, well, and they want they more. Give them to Amazon. Well, they, uh, they, they, they want them, they want them, they want them, and they're going to keep voting for them. It's like ancient Rome. It's, it's exactly like ancient Rome. The other thing that, uh, that old uh, stupid head uh, Cortez <laughs> did was she's like, I can't even afford an apartment in Washington, D.C. This is crazy. What am I going to do? How about you do the same shit that everyone else does Live in your when they car. go to Washington, you you get a cot and you sleep in your office. Uh-huh. There's a there's a name for it. It's called the cot club. Everybody does it. Everybody does it. And then uh, she'll get dialed in to the graft and the and, and all that stuff, and she'll leave a multimillionaire. She's already going to well, be a multimillionaire. Don't you know she's going <clears> to <throat> take the money out of politics? Yeah, she is, and she's going to wear it on her back with like right? a fifteen hundred dollar outfit as she gets piggybacked. In, into the restaurant that she put out of business with her policies. Oh, that was just, God. that's the best picture ever. That, that is the best picture ever. Literally riding on the back of another person, wearing an expensive outfit, going into a place where she w- used to work and she actively put out of business. That that's is, awesome. that encapsulates the whole thing. We, we get a contest. We got to, we move on we're, we're, I'm, I'm enjoying it we're being self-indulgent and we only have so much time left the whole uh jim acosta thing oh god i am you know, i've given this a lot of thought i've given this a lot of thought mm-hmm. and, I, and i think i know what the judge was doing you have to be very 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 careful this is why i love this is why i love our system of government this is why i love checks and balances and all the whole thing you have to be very careful you don't establish a, a, a precedent 
of one of our leaders just kicking someone out of the press corps willy-nilly. Right. right. There you, has you to be a process. Right. And I think that's why Trump and Sarah Sanders is so what why they're being so cool with it. Yeah. Why they're being so absolutely okay. You're you're they're going, you're right, Judge. You are right. We should be very careful. So now we're gonna come up with rules of decorum for the press corps, and then if you break those rules, then we can throw you out. But don't get me wrong, and I, and I don't even like to say his name. I, I don't like to give him any kind of attention whatsoever. But the, Jim Acosta is a jerk. Oh, he's... He he's is a, a total and complete narcissist, egotist. He is... Uh, I can't say enough bad things about him. Well, he, he's, not, he's not on some quest for knowledge. He's not a journalist. He's no. an opinion guy who just wants to be part of his own little debate show. He wants show. a talk show. He wants a talk yes. show on CNN. But here's what Jim Acosta effectively did. Up until Jim Acosta... There was a professional standard of behavior that was adhered to by the White House press corps. Now, because of Jim Acosta, we actually have to write down the professional code of conduct for professional journalists because one dude couldn't behave himself. This is like the one kid in class that gets everybody punished. The other journalists do not like him. No, not The at other all. reporters don't like him, but they can't say anything, uh, and they can't do that. And I know, I, I think Fox probably should have been a little bit more uh, vocal in why they were siding with CNN. It was a very nice headline. They're like, ooh, Fox sides with CNN. Look, they hate the president, too. Fox had very good reasons for what they yes, did. they did. They needed to explain those things a little bit better. So we had a little contest on the Facebook page coming up with new nicknames uh, for Jim Acosta because this guy must be made fun of. He must be made fun of uh, all, all the time, all the time. And I, I want to name well, – I'll, I'll go first names. Uh, a dude named Dave uh, wrote the nickname should be Jimmy, Gimme the Mike, or I'll Acosta, which is <laughs> – that, that's good. That's good. I, I, think, give, I give I think props, my, props there. My personal favorite comes from a dude named jo- – I'm not going to use your last name just because I don't know if – who knows? You might be embarrassed, or your coworkers might judge you. A dude named. Hopefully, you know who you are. Uh, John. I love this one, John Rudolph Vasilino. <laughs> I don't know why that just struck me as so funny. Uh, Jonathan wrote uh, Richard Cranium Acosta. Richard Cranium, aka Dickhead. Greg. Mm-hmm. I like this one. Showboat. Showboat. Jim. Showboat Acosta, I like that. Uh, uh, Dick, we got we got a guy named David who said Dick Acosta. Uh, what the, what's a? I need another one. Uh, Dick. Oh, Margaret wrote Baby Boy Acosta. I like that one, Baby Boy. And then Steve wrote Jim Acosta Line. I, I like all the. A lot of people try to make Acosta work. Another guy wrote uh, Jimmy Squawk Box Acosta. I love that. My buddy J- and and Jeff Jeff, you are a friend of mine. We've known each other for a lot of years. He had a great one, Conan the Annoyer. <laughs> I like Conan the, the Annoyer. A, a lot of dicks. We got two showboats. We got D Bag. Uh, a lot of Acosters. It was very good. I like Conan the Annoyer. And I like, um, uh, what was the other one? Uh, 
Conan the Annoyer, and where was the other one? Showboat. Those are our, and Rudolph Vasilino. Those are our top three. We should write those down. Uh, Rudolph Vasilino, and then we'll, what we'll do is I'm going to run another. Uh, we'll run a poll on Twitter. I might just do it today, and then we'll pick our winner from that. Okay. We'll we'll pick our winner from that. It'll be fantastic. The guy's a total tool, and I have it on very, very good authority. I have it on very, very good authority. I'm talking about reporters in the room. I'm talking about people who are there for the actual press conferences. Mm -hmm. America needs to know this. The other reporters don't like him. The other don't like That was the great thing when he had his little press conference, and he's like, all right, then. Let's get back to work. And all, all the other reporters were just like like looking at him with their <laughs> through half lidded eyes. Didn't you see the the little clip where he was walking towards him and hey, anybody want to ask me a question? Oh, it was just, it was just <laughs> beautiful. Like, oh just the dork. Oh my just god, dork. Oh he's like god. the he's like the kid in class. Don't weren't we supposed to have homework? Wasn't there going to be a pop quiz today? And then everyone, every, all the other kids give them a, that look like, I ought to smack you upside yeah, the head. You know, everybody should find someone in their life that loves them as much as Jim Acosta loves himself. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, they should. Can we talk about karma? Well, if, if you're getting to Michael Avenetti, yeah, we can yes, give that a little bit of time. Yes, we can give that yes. a little bit of time. Oh, dear. I saw the best intro for him today from our friend, friend Greg Gutfeld. Yeah, Trump's what was going on hemorrhoid, the ambulance chasing chuckle bucket, Michael Avenatti. I thought that encapsulated it all nicely. <laughs> I thought my video encapsulated it nicely. No, the, I saw your video. video. That was a personal experience, though. Did you watch right? the whole thing? Because at the end, I was talking about the karma wheel and how it spins around. I said it's a it's a true story about me and Avenatti and the karma wheel. The karma I, wheel. Yeah, the yeah. karma wheel spins fast sometimes, wow. and she is a biatch. She is a bi- I want to. I want to devote a little bit of time. I'm, I'm just steamrolling here today. I apologize. I want to devote a little bit of time to this. Uh, is it is is it Eric Sawwell? Oh yeah, he's uh, insane. Well, like even Swal- as a joke, Swalwell, I think is yeah. how you pronounce it. This this smug little douche. You see, he's on, he's on Tucker all the time, and he is uh, very self-satisfied, always has this creepy little smile on his face, and he, he a lot of times, uh, he drives Tucker, and he gets the best of Tucker. I'm a huge Tucker Carlson fan. I'm mm-hmm. a huge Tucker Carlson fan, but this, this Eric Swalwell, wherever the heck he's a representative from, is a, sm- he's a smug little douche. And you should keep an eye on this guy. Keep an eye on this guy. I guarantee he's running in 2020. He jokingly said, if you weren't aware of the tweet, they were talking about taking AR, AR-15s away from gun owners. And somebody's like, you can get it when you can pry it from my cold hands. And then it's like, well, if, if you think you can go toe-to-toe with the U.S. military, you're sadly mistaken. The guy's like, well, I'd like to see you try. And then Eric Swalwell, whatever, is like, well, the government has nukes. And we would just it would be a very short war because we have nukes. And then are you threatening to nuke me? So it was a, it was a very embarrassing little escalation uh, for Mr. Swalwell, Mr. Swallow. 
to even joke around about nuking uh, your yeah, own your citizens, own, your own countrymen. Yeah, that, that over a, what is essentially a political disagreement. Yes. Yeah, and that, that's is, dangerous. If you it, if, it, if you <laughs> if you don't think that that you know, our friend Kurt Schlichter, a friend of the show, has been saying on Twitter for three years now they want you dead. And I'm like, okay, that's a lot of hyperbole. The longer yep. we progress, the more I believe it. When you look what just happened to Andy Nago in, in um, Portland, when you see what Eric Swalwell tweet, tweeted, when you hear about the guy in Seattle as an independent that had to drop out of an election because his family was threatened, I mean, when you, you, st- you know, all of the violence that occurred against GOP candidates during the last election cycle and their staff. I don't think Kurt's wrong. There I don't a, either. There is a portion of the of the far <clears throat> left that would like us all dead. I'm I'm not even kidding. And, and you 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 said it. You said it exactly the way I was thinking about it. I, I, when I first was you know turned on to to Kurt Schlichter and and people of that ilk, I'm like, oh, I see what he's doing. I see what he's doing. He, he's doing this thing. Buy guns and ammo. They want you dead. Oh, I get it. I get it. Wink, wink. And now I'm like, buy guns and ammo. Right? I've completely, I've completely flipped. So here's for the for the Christmas party when when you go when you go to the company Christmas party and it accidentally goes into uh, politics and leave. people start. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you probably want to turn around and leave. Hopefully, have a been great drinking, have a great one. Don't even say happy holidays. Uh, they always love to talk about gun deaths, gun deaths, gun deaths. Uh, but but they are not concerned about gun deaths, you guys. If they were really concerned about the amount of Americans that were being killed, they wouldn't be talking about gun deaths. They would bu- they would be talking about. And here's the other thing. This this is a wonderful little. Uh, it worked out beautifully. Medical errors. Medical errors. This is the Democratic Party. This is the Progressive Party, the Liberal Party that wants to put medicine in the hands of government. Medical errors are the number three cause of death in this country. Every day, on average, 685 people die due to medical errors. Mm-hmm. Gun, gun homicides, it's like 30. So if they're really interested in saving the lives of American citizens, they would look at medical errors. And they, would, and they certainly wouldn't put medicine in the in the hands of the federal government. So this no. has this has nothing to do with saving lives and everything uh, and here I'm going full Alex Jones here. And it's it's about taking the guns away from citizens. Absolutely. It is about taking and here's another little heads up for so, you. So uh, gentle listeners, uh, we will never lose. Um, we will never lose. The gun owners will never lose. Mm-mm. I believe it was uh, was was like Romania or Czechoslovakia in the late eighties. Who were uh, they had that ruler? What was that guy's name? Checha. It was some um, crazy name. Uh, it's right there. It starts. Yeah, it starts with a Checha something. Victor um, Chechenoski. Yeah, yeah. I can't come up but with he, it. <laughs> he ordered the people wanted the people wanted to be free, and they had had enough of his dictatorship. They started protesting in the streets, and he told his army. Shoot them, shoot them all, kill them. Mm-hmm. And his top, and his top general killed himself. 
because he he wasn't going to do it. So he right. killed himself. So then the next guy, the next guy down the line, he's like, shoot them all, kill them all. That guy was brilliant. He had a doctor come in and put a cast on his leg. Mm-hmm. He had a so he could pretend like, oh, he goes, I slipped and fell on the ice and I broke my leg. I can't report for duty. So he had a great excuse not to go to work. So uh, what's this guy? Still tells the the army dudes, kill your own people, kill your own people, and God bless the the army there. Uh, they open up the doors and they started handing out guns to the people. So it's so when these it, it, it's literally you joke around. Oh, we would nuke you. Oh, do you think you could beat up a tank? Oh, do you think you could beat an airstrike? I don't think the U.S. military is going to fire on its own people. I don't and think they so have, either. That goes and, completely against their oath. And these people have a real problem. The Eric Swalwells, the Nancy Pelosi's, a bunch of Republicans have it too. You guys, you're not our leaders. No, you're not our we leaders. You there. You're our representatives. Mm-hmm. And we, when, when we don't like you anymore, we will vote you out. I just yep. did a thing for the Toledo Tea Party, a little Skype thing. The nicest people in the world. And I was yeah. so happy to do it. I was so happy to do it. You know, they were like this, the start of their meeting, and they had me on Skype, and I said hello. Wonderful people. And it, it, it really made me – it was a, a, a great shot in the arm that they're still out there doing it. The Tea Party uh, is still out there doing it. God bless them. God bless them. Those are the best people on the face of the planet. Well, they're certainly better than those Antifa thugs in, in Portland. Oh, isn't there a part of you – isn't there a part of you that would just really enjoy – Antifa versus Patriots. Like no, if you could there's do a it, part you, of me that would just No, like I'm, I'm saying on, on this scale, on this scale, like you do it at the Superdome. You do it as a televised event. I would, oh, come would on. Just you wouldn't like watch to, that? No. Seriously. You would, you no. make me sick. You make me sick. You're lying. I don't watch WWE. I don't watch MMA. I, I, I just don't have that in me. What I would like to do is I think it would be the best the thing ever. Go run I'm through the crowd fiction, and rip fiction. off their masks. Well, that's part of the event, Gypsy. That's no, part I just of the want event. Them, like, Do if I, you that, are so certain that what you're doing is okay and correct, take off the damn mask. That's part of the event. You do the whole thing in, in the Superdome. You get a hundred Antifa dudes versus a hundred, a hundred like proud boy, like liberty lover guys, and you agree on. Uh, the weapons of choice, and then you have a starting gun, and and you just let it go. You let it go, and it, you have the same rules as the UFC. You can tap out of fights. Uh, yeah, and, no. And, people, and no, but you're ripping, you're ripping off the masks. I want, I want. It would be the best. I it want would be the, the best. to stand up and arrest those little punks. Isn't it weird I want how the they never mayor do? Mayor to do his job, and I want that. I mean. Portland is a beautiful city. I know people who live there. I know people who are from there. I want law enforcement and the city government to do its job and let these masked fools and idiots with too much time on their hands stop menacing the good people of Portland. Why won't they do anything? Because they're scared of them. Well, I think they're getting their orders from somebody. I think I whoever the, the the chief the chief of police who takes his orders from the mayor, who they they listen. Those guys are they're they're following orders. If if a mayor had enough, if a mayor had enough, he would say, "Go get him." As, the mayor as soon will have as, enough when they go to his house. 
Well, it's uh, old Rudy Giuliani. Love him or hate him, he in, he in New, New York, York City. Yeah, he did. Yeah, Listen, he did. If you're if you're protesting, you're allowed to protest. Stand there and scream. Stand there and scream. But when you pick up a rock or you start throwing even a cup of water mm-hmm. on somebody's face, you're going Boom. to jail. You're going to jail. Okay, we are. This is a. This has been a good one. This has been a good one. I wanted to talk. Eh, we'll talk about it next time. Uh, Monica Lewinsky is doing a, a special on A and E. I'm her. gonna. I, I tell you that. I read that her op-ed. Girl. It was. It was good. That poor girl. So keep an eye open for that. Oh, we're coming into the home stretch, and I, I gotta, gotta, gotta talk about other stuff. I oh, saw a thing. Rhapsody was great, by the way. Oh, you saw it. I did. Yeah, how yeah. great was that kid? He looks like Freddie Mercury. It, it, he did a fantastic job, and it was if if you like the band, if you like music, you know the history of the rock movement, go see it. And I saw the trailer for Rocket Man, which will be a similar movie about Elton John, which also looks fantastic. You have to see the Elton John the commercial. commercial. Oh my! That God. was I watched it on a loop yesterday. I watched that thing like four times so in a row I. when I first saw it. If if you haven't seen it, go to go to the Loftus Party's timeline. I tweeted it out. I believe it's also one of my liked videos. But what it's, is it a commercial for? I have no idea, and I don't care. I don't normally, either. Normally, I, I would mock a company for that. If you have a tear hanging at the end, you have no heart. I don't want to blow it for anybody, mm-hmm. but I'll, I'll tell you this. It's wonderfully filmed. It's... It's Elton John, present-day Elton John, sitting at an old piano, plays a couple of notes, and then there's a wonderful sequence that's just... And I'm not a huge Elton John fan, but oh, that, was, uh, that, was, uh, that was wonderful stuff. I want to say uh, goodbye to William Goldman. Well, we still have a couple minutes here. William Goldman uh, wrote Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid that I just watched a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. He also wrote uh, The Princess Bride. Love that but, movie. Uh, yeah, I, and you know what? He also he also wrote the book. However, I would invite everybody go back and watch. And this goes to Star Wars. Go back and watch the uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, and look at the economy of words, and look at how you know more about these characters through their actions, and not even what they're saying. And it's it's just wonderful. It's just wonderful. The, the guy, I'm not going to say he was the best, but I'm going to say he was a, a titan of, of screenwriting and just wonderfully, You, it, it's a wonderful movie. He doesn't go over the top. And uh, you, you learn about the characters and the characters develop. They don't have to tell you every little thing. I watched Ant-Man and the Wasp. Uh, yeah. Last night, and and conversely, Ant Man and the Wasp. They and it, it's great to watch them back to back because they have to continually tell you why it's important. We have to go save Mom. We have to do this. I'm supposed to be at home. When a character has to keep telling you, I'm risking everything by being here. When they have to make statements like that, that is the hallmark of a crappy screenplay. When the characters have to keep telling you why it's important, <laughs> I just thought it was good fun. It, it was fun. It was, it, it was okay, but even for a, Mar- a Marvel movie, I thought it was kind of they got away with one. And, they got away with one. And the I also watched scene. that Netflix special, The Outlaw King, about What's um, that? it's like kind of what happened after Braveheart. 
very good. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, wow. I will check that out. Yep. I will check that out. We're also going to have some Star Wars news uh, for you next week. I feel bad say a prayer for J.J. Abrams. Because as we talk about the wonderful character development and the economy of words and how you can you can see it through the actions of the characters so wonderfully in Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid and in The Princess Bride. And then you see like the Ant-Man and the Wasp where they have to keep reminding you of why it's important. Then you see the train wreck that is The Last Jedi. <laughs> and, and what a train wreck it is. Then you really, your heart goes out to J.J. Abrams. And how is he going to fix Star Wars? What can he do? I'm, I'm going to see Star Wars when it comes out. Because, oh, we got a caller. We got a caller. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that happened. That didn't happen last time. I think it's awesome. Time. I think it's awesome. <laughs> I think it's great. That's our timer to let us know it's been an hour. Uh, but I love that it's an old school bell. I love that like, <laughs> it's so sounded, sorry. It sounded like my grandmother's kitchen timer, which made me happy. <laughs> so we want to talk about the problems uh, facing J.J. Abrams. So the big takeaways from today, you guys. Remember this. Medical errors are the third leading cause of death. Medical errors. They don't care, and they want to put medicine in the hands of the government. That should terrify you. The California fire budget was chopped by $100 million. They knew it was going to happen. They knew it was going to happen, and they did nothing. I want people to sue the state of California. The other thing that's important Support the Loftus Party. This is just, it's not me being preachy. It's its a call to action. Share everything. Share the videos on YouTube. Share the links to the articles uh, that we post. We didn't get to it, but uh, I tried to turn everybody on to Chris Stapleton. I wrote a little thing about him yesterday. Share that stuff on Facebook. Or write your own post and, and share that with your friends. If you know someone and you think this might be their cup of tea, this might be something they could get behind, it might be something that they would enjoy, Uh, don't assume they'll just find out about it. This is a call to action. Let them know. Let them know. And and give us a rating on iTunes. Rate the podcast. Write a little something if you could, because it, it bumps us up in the algorithm. We're trying to have fun. We're trying not just to talk the problem. We're trying to talk solutions. We're trying to have a good time. Uh, when we speak next, it'll be after Thanksgiving. So have a phenomenal holiday. Eat way too much. Uh, get your wiener out and use it. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs>